Well, hello everyone. It's me, Dave McMahon. Welcome to another episode of Unleashed. So by now, many of you know that I am a foodie uh, and I love all the different ethnic food that we have within the Niagara region. We've got our Indian food, the Thai food. My wife and I love Thai. And of course, we've got a brand new Cuban restaurant that has opened up very close to the Dave McMahon Dog Academy uh, in Niagara Falls. The brand new Cuban restaurant has recently opened downtown Niagara Falls on Queen Street called Havana Restaurant and Cocktail Lounge. And uh, with us on today's podcast, uh, Maria uh, Fife is here, uh, one of the owners, and uh, her and her husband have uh, launched the restaurant. How exciting. And uh, Maria, uh, welcome to Unleashed. Thank you so much, Dave. Thanks for inviting us. It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. I was thrilled when I first drove past um, the restaurant and saw the sign Havana. I was like, yes, Cuban food. Yes, I can't wait. <laughs> I was so excited because, as I said, the ethnic food is really growing uh, in Niagara. You don't have to go to Mississauga, Toronto to have such a, a vast array of different food for our taste buds. It's so exciting. That's correct. Uh, yeah. And so how long has Havana restaurant and cocktail lounge been open how long officially so we opened to the public on friday may 5th uh, for cinco de mayo very interesting having a cuban restaurant and cocktail lounge open on cinco de mayo but we did it and we had a great turnout that we're very appreciative and before that we had done um, a family and friends event um, kind of like a pre-launch private party to introduce it to our friends who have been great supporters of this dream and you know this journey of ours and so we we are now open to the public and uh, ready and very excited to host everyone. Yeah, well, we want to talk about uh, the menu. <laughs> I want to talk about what's on the menu, uh, the cocktail menu. We want to cover uh, all the beautiful food that you have on the menu because uh, the pictures look fantastic. And thank you, by the way, for bringing me the uh, Cuban sandwich today. Our pleasure. We thought I, that was fitting for lunchtime. Oh, that's perfect. I plan to munja munja that as soon as we finish the uh, the podcast today. So you and your husband, uh, as a work team um, decided to launch this restaurant downtown Niagara Falls. Yes, correct. And uh, it's actually my husband's dream that has been in the making for a long time. And so he's definitely the visionary and I'm the one helping him out and supporting the vision. And your husband's name is? His actual real name is Dialis, but everybody in the area and everybody that he's ever worked with and known has always thought his real name is Fife. That's what he goes by. Okay. Okay. So that's kind of like his call name or his nickname. Yes. Short form. Now he brings to the business the cooking skills. Yeah, he's the cook or the chef, if you will. Absolutely. And um, he grew up cooking. I mean, it came out of a necessity in Cuba when his mom was going to work and he would need to prepare his lunches. So he started experimenting at a very young age and his mom actually taught him everything that he knows. So that love of food and that passion developed at a very young age. So that is extremely interesting and exciting to me, the fact that his mentor in Cuban food was his mom. It's not like he learned it from some cooking course or, you know, he learned it from his mom. Like, how more authentic 
can it be? I'm sure she shared a lot of the the, the great secret uh, authentic recipes with him. Yeah, and it's amazing to see them in the kitchen together. I mean, his mom, Miriam, she still lives in Cuba, but we still have her visit, visiting once in a while, and we hope to have her back soon so she can see, you know, um, the fruit of, you know, all of his labor. But um, it's lovely to see them cooking together, just seeing how well they mesh in the kitchen and how they just understand that language, right? Um, but for Fife, it's very interesting because um, he wasn't always a cook, let's say, in Cuba. He did that more as a hobby, as a passion, as a necessity. Right. Um, but he really got into hospitality in Cuba and service. Um, and so that is a special training school in Cuba. Like, you need to go to school to learn how to be a server, to work front of house. Um, it's quite the education system there. And so he had been in restaurant management in Cuba for over 10 years. And so shortly after he arrived to Canada, he started working for Peller Estate Swinery. And so he worked various positions until he moved up to bar supervisor. So it was after working for Peller for about seven years, he decided to follow his dreams and open up his first restaurant. And some people know and some people don't, but he was the original owner and creator of Mojito House Restaurant and Bar here in Niagara Falls, which he opened up to the public in 2012. Long work history <laughs> yes. and long history with cooking Cuban food. And he's truly worked every uh, division of, of the restaurant from the bottom up. Absolutely. And with Mojito House, he brought the Cuban cuisine and uh, his version of that famous mojito <laughs> to Niagara Falls. Um, and so he he loved being in the kitchen. But like you mentioned, he was also bartending. He was also serving. Um, and that's kind of how it works naturally when you're a small business owner you're kind of everywhere and yep. everywhere at once yeah you're, you're wearing so many hats you're wearing so many hats as a small business owner absolutely and uh, you know after making a solid name for that business uh, he ended up selling it and taking a break from the restaurant industry um, but now he's back and he had another great vision and concept and we're hoping to welcome lots of locals as well as tourists um, to the downtown core especially now with the start of you know the busy tourist season, you know, uh, ramping up. So we hope uh, we hope to welcome a lot of visitors this summer. Yeah, well, both uh, yourself and your husband and your team deserve a lot of success, and I'm sure it's going to be a tremendous success. You've been pretty busy so far. Yes, absolutely. Uh, every day, go, 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 no break, but that was expected, and uh, it's great. It keeps things exciting. It keeps things very busy, but uh, we're very appreciative that it is busy. Now, you're a big fan of your husband's cooking. <laughs> Absolutely. That's how he... It's cliche, but that's really how he stole my heart, besides the great salsa moves. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Now, um, have you dabbled in a little bit of the Cuban cooking, or do you pretty much leave that to him? I leave that to him. Yeah. Now, I know that you bring some real essential attributes to the uh, to the business. So let's That's talk a little kind. bit about your role in what you do uh, for the business. Well, number Public one. Relations, Public being relations. Here, yes. Being here with me talking about uh, this awesome restaurant. Well, that's very kind. Uh, yeah, so he's definitely the chef. He's the visionary. Um, I definitely am his number one support. I mean, he's always had this dream, and that dream started with 
with Mojito House and uh, it's just evolved and so I'll always be there to support him with that and definitely um, I helped with the hiring we have an amazing staff uh, they're very passionate they really want this business to succeed they've been an excellent support we're all learning together as everybody knows when a business first opens it's not perfect it cannot be perfect no. we're trying to figure things out as we go get the kinks out yeah. yes um, technology has not been our friend um, with the iPad and the touch bistro system but like I said every day we're trying to work out whatever problem that we come across we're trying to fix but they have great customer service they're very passionate about working for Havana and like I said they've been a great support as well so I think we hired um, the best people to work for Havana for sure now are you taking care of the social media to some degree or in its entirety uh, in its entirety for right now yeah. um, with as much free time that I have um, I'm trying my best that's not my background but <laughs> yeah constantly posting on Instagram and constantly I mean that's a full-time job in itself it seems it is um, but we're getting into the flow of things and I'm gonna work out a type of schedule I know that will be very beneficial but every time we have something new and exciting happening I try to post that right away um, without doing too many posts at the same time because I don't want to get information lost either yeah um, my wife and I've been to Cuba a few times we've really enjoyed ourselves we truly believe the best beaches we've ever stepped on and put our toes in the sand were the beaches in Cuba. Absolutely love, love Cuba. And I love the Cuban food off the resort. Yes. And we were talking off air about some of the great places you can go to enjoy Cuban food off your resort. I'm sure there could be some resorts that have great Cuban food. Um, we've gone to five-star resorts in Cuba. And still, as soon as you get off the resort and go where the locals go, you're going to have a wonderful experience from your rice and peas to you know the lobster to the great Cuban sandwich. I mean, I waited in line 45 minutes, almost an hour. I think it was closer to an hour to get this Cuban sandwich where all the locals were going and it was worth every minute of the wait. I would agree with that. In the resorts, I think um, it's just quantity, right? It's buffet style. They got to make a lot of food with, you know, the scarce resources that they have. And so that cuisine experience is not the most authentic at the resort but anybody that we've ever spoken to that have you know ventured off the resorts and found these little gems um, that are restaurants they've been very happy and so um, a lot of people don't know what Cuban cuisine really tastes like because even though they visited so many times they may not have had that experience outside of the resort but it's nice to see a lot of people coming into Havana that we've met so far that have visited Cuba many many times and have been so impressed and so happy with the food that they've had here that it, it makes us you know very satisfied to know that they're giving it a chance even though they've had it at the resort maybe not had the best experience yeah. but they're giving it a chance here and they're actually very surprised at what it could taste like this is a small nega region word will spread like wildfire as to how wonderful your food is Aww, it's going to really spread much. quickly and you know um so i i stick up for cuba when people say oh cuban food sucks we went to cuba the beaches were great you know we had an awesome time but the food sucks i say did you go off the resort no we didn't well you need to go off the resort because cuban food is awesome get off the resort go to where the locals go yummy yummy in my tummy all the way <laughs> I appreciate that. Is there a 
specific kind of Cuban food that uh, you love best yourself? Does he? Does he? I bet you he makes a dish for you that's not even on the menu. Actually, uh. there's one that I told him he has to keep on the menu, and okay. it's one of like the main Cuban dishes. But it was the one when you asked me, you know, d- does he cook? And yeah. it was the dish that sold it for me. So on top of him being a good dancer yeah. and a great human being, um, it was when he made the ropa vieja for me that I wow. said, that's it. Got to marry this man. Can you say that again, please? Ropa vieja. The ropa vieja. And that is on his menu. It's one of the main dishes. And it's uh, the six-hour braised and hand-shredded beef. And so it has, like, some chopped up tomatoes and bell peppers, roasted garlic, um, some sautéed onions and cilantro. And we serve it with congris, which is your rice and beans that's slow-cooked together. Yeah. Um, and the yuca. The yuca is phenomenal. I've I've made yuca French fries in oh, my good. outdoor French fry cooker. Delicious. Oh yeah, absolutely wonderful. Um, so let's let's talk about the the restaurant. Give the address of the restaurant to our listeners. We're located at four five 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 Queen Street, and uh, you can't really miss us because we're a bright turquoise colored building. And turquoise is back in if it ever went out to begin with. My wife has some appliances that are turquoise. Yes. You know what I mean? Her blender. And a buddy of mine just bought a Harley Davidson and he had it custom painted turquoise. We need to get your friend to come to like, the restaurant I'm and like, take you, a photo. I know. I'm like, you got your Harley, a new Harley. 2023, uh, 2023 painted turquoise. Uh, I love the color Thank of you. turquoise. I love the, 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 the look of the restaurant. Thank you. Previously, it was, I don't know if you um, remember what it looked like previously. Yes, but it was Jeff Rose Barbecue. Yes, and so their concept um, was quite different, obviously. And so they had very dark exterior, very dark interior. And so our friends from John Renovations, G-I-A-N, um, they did did a lot of work with renovating the inside and outside. They removed all the wooden paneling that was stuck to the original brick. And so they uh, were able to remove that, which was pretty hard. It was a tough job. Uh, but then they painted it quite nicely and all of the interior renovations. Um, it took a lot of paint, a lot of sanding. They even... Um, they stained the floor, so they had to sand and stain that massive floor. How and many it, square feet do you know off the top of your head? I'm going to say it's, it, it is huge because it's long. It's very it long. It reminds me of a bar I went to Toronto called Albert's Hall to hear some blues music. Like, it's it's got to be, I don't know, 4,000 square feet or, or more. It's, it's a be. great, great venue um, and what we have envisioned for the future and with the word of mouth, we hope to be able to fill that large space, but definitely there's enough space for hosting there's enough space for dancing and upstairs we even have a private vip lounge so booths that if bigger parties wanted to come and either celebrate a private event or if they wanted to come during the weekends and wanted a private space to be able to get some bottles or have i didn't realize that you had a private space there that's very very good upstairs yes that's a very very good draw that's awesome so how long did it take to open from the time that you secured the lease and construction started and then you had to wait for you know you know the the license and 
Absolutely. Was it like a few months? Would it you was say? several months, and because um, I was like, when are these people going to open? You know, when you keep driving yes. by the place. Yes. Well, we had to wait for all the official stuff, right? That was, um, you know, very exciting for us. You know, waiting last minute after everything was completed and all yeah. the renovations were done, and then just waiting for all the official, you know, permissions and paperwork and whatnot. But it did take several months, and um, the the renovations actually did take a very very long time because, like I said, it was all very dark inside everything needed to be painted then the kitchen needed to be closed off so we created that huge wall yan renovations they had to close that all up they had several installations we had to purchase a lot of kitchen equipment and the fridges behind the bar so there was a lot of work um, that went into it but we're so happy with the result because they really listened to our vision they listened to our concept and they were able to really make it uh, into reality for us you were satisfied with the contractors the workers good very very good yeah it turned out exactly how we envisioned so we're very appreciative oh very very nice and we're actually very happy with our sign as well um so i love the sign <laughs> tell me about it yeah so it's from custom branding um rick rose's company here and um he couldn't have got us a better sign it's been quite the attraction and a lot of our neighbors on the street street have shown interest and have already contacted rick so i think the street's going to start looking really really good very like it's already looking a lot better all the uh, local small businesses have been doing a great job you know trying to make it more aesthetic on the street um and now with the addition of some you know new signage i think it's going to look great down here yeah. it's very very eye-catching it's like wham wow as soon as you Havana. see it. yeah and it brings you it lures you in and again the turquoise color on the front of the building perfect yeah and now with the warmer weather um during the week uh, and during dinner service we've been lifting up the garage door that way it looks really nice even in the evening time to see all the lights and to be able to see all the way through the restaurant like you said it's very long and rectangular yeah so standing out front you can see the entire restaurant at a glance and uh can we talk about can we dive into the menu now Oh, of course we can. Let's dive into the menu. Um, I was hoping that you could comment on some of the, uh, let's do beverages, some of the uh, signature sort of cocktail, specialty uh, cocktails that you have. Um, But before you do that, um, are you a fan of a mojito drink yourself? I love our mojitos. (laughs) Now, I just have a question, okay? So uh, I'm an an enthusiast of the, the, uh, the mojitos. I love mojitos. I've had them with made with vodka i've had it made with rum does it matter is it is it like if you as a true mojito definitely rum or can you cross the line and make it with vodka i just want to get your your view on that you can absolutely cross it with with vodka and we've made it even at our own uh, parties at home when the rum runs out we turn to vodka because vodka is like a staple people usually have it you can make so many yes. drinks with it yes i just wanted to know if we were breaking the law to make no. mojitos with vodka but you're right the original mojito is made with white rum however if it ever runs out or you don't have it on hand you can definitely make it with vodka and it won't change the taste severely so our yeah. mojitos um we do serve 1.5 ounce so you can really taste the alcohol with all the other flavors right and so we do the classic mojito. Um, we also have kiwi flavor. We do a mango, peach, pineapple, uh, chipotle pineapple, 
spicy mango, we have a cranberry, passion fruit, and we have a habanero lime um, flavor. So, Oh my God, you've got so much. Something for everyone. Yes, and it's been exciting to see people come in and even sit at the bar and start trying either the various cocktails or even, okay, today I'm going to do mojitos and I'm going to try three different flavors. And that's kind of the idea. We want them to be able to explore and yeah. try and then you know, pick out their favorite mojito. Yeah. Like the habanero lime is the one that I want to try when I go. Okay. That's the one I, I think I'm going to really like. A little bit of spice with the lime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, would you say, and of course, we've only highlighted in our conversation so far the mojitos. Would you say that the mojito is one of the most popular drinks? Is because it's more identifiable, identifiable to people or not necessarily? Um, we've had a it's few a actual right? favorites. Yeah, it's definitely a go-to. Um, some other popular ones from our menu that the girls have been making quite a lot of, um, one of them being our signature drink. It's called the Havana Niagara, and it's called that because of the color. It's actually that same turquoise teal color. It completely matches the walls inside. That's cool. So people love to order it. They love to take pictures. It's yeah. aesthetically, you know, yeah. very presentable. Um, and that one, we use a uh, the white rum, some blue curacao, lemon juice, and pineapple juice. So it's sweet, not too sweet. You can definitely taste the different alcohol, and uh, it's it's a beautiful looking drink. Mm-hmm. It's got to look good and taste good too. Absolutely. To be, you know, an elevated cocktail, it has to look really nice. Yeah. Um, another one of our signature drinks is the Havana Sunset. Um, it also looks really pretty, and it matches the orange um, color that's found at our bar and mm-hmm. um, on the pillars there. And so that one's made with vodka, whiskey, amaretto, orange juice, and grenadine. And so the grenadine makes an effect uh, of it looking like a sunset. That's where it got its name from. Awesome. I love it. You've got some other cocktails there. Yeah. So um, I'm going to, so we do have the pina colada and we've kept it the same recipe. That's like a traditional sort of. We didn't make changes to the pina colada. People like their pina coladas the way they are. So yeah. We didn't yeah, want to don't touch screw, that. Don't screw with the pina no. coladas. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, a couple of favorites uh, that are uh, girls at the restaurant really, really enjoy. And what we did was after we hired all of our front of house staff, we invited them to come in when the restaurant was still closed and we had them try every single menu item. So the chef was in the back. He cooked yep. everything off the menu. And then we made all of the cocktails. We got the bartenders to practice making the cocktails and they were able to actually try everything off our menu. So when somebody comes in and is asking for recommendations, they're actually able to give it because they've tried everything. Yeah. You know, versus someone standing there, I don't know, I don't know, what's this cocktail like? I don't know, I don't know, people buy it, I don't know. But they've personally tasted it. Yes, and I'm one of those people when I go to the restaurant um, that sometimes I have a hard time deciding and I will defer to the wait, the waiter, the waitress, right? And I will ask, oh, like between these two, what would you recommend? Or I like this kind of flavor, what would you recommend? And um, sometimes they're not able to, you know, let me know or help me decide, which is totally okay because then I come back and try the other option that I was interested in. There's always another time. Uh, There's always another time. But it's it's nice to be able to get somebody's opinion who's actually tried the food and the cocktails. And so they really like um, a cocktail called Rosa Linda. 
And so it's made with vodka, brandy, lemon juice, and rose syrup. And we garnish it with uh, actual edible rose petals. So oh, it yes. looks very pretty and tastes delicious. See, you can eat flowers, but only <laughs> certain types. Certain types, absolutely. <laughs> and their other fl- uh, favorite is La Lavanda. And that was a gin-based drink uh, with lemon juice and our lavender syrup. And we have organic edible lavender that we garnish it with along with a slice of lemons so very pretty very refreshing drinks you know my wife would probably order that because my wife deb is a big fan of the lavender okay and she makes a homemade ice cream uh with lavender like a vanilla lavender ice cream which is very nice but i mean you've got something there for everyone Absolutely. We even have spicy. Um, so our one cocktail is called Abla Matador. And so that's a, it's actually a Cuban song. I'll send you the link for it. It's quite catchy. Uh, it has a really good rhythm. Okay. Um, but it's made from dark rum, gold tequila, lemon juice. It has the spicy mango syrup, some agave syrup, and some mango juice. So if you like a little bit of spice, yes. this one is a go-to for sure. Like a medium heat chicken wing? Medium, somebody, yeah, yes. Or not it's, a hot or a suicide? No, it's no. Not, no, it's not suicide. No, Just no, no. a so, well, <laughs> medium, medium. Lots of awesome uh, cocktails that you've got there. Thank you. And uh, let's move into the apps. I know you've got some great appetizers. Can you tell us about some of them, please? Yes. So we do offer a soup. Um, Oh, yeah. Because the soup falls under app. Yes, absolutely. I'm a soup fan let me hear the soup info <laughs> so we do sundays for now we do um we're open two to seven currently um on sundays and so every sunday uh they prepare a uh, caldosa which is a cuban stew and he's been making it with uh different cuts of pork his homemade sausage uh some vegetables and uh it's it's quite hearty um and it's delicious so it's a meal in itself it's a meal in itself you do need p- potential a fork to help you eat them. And this is available Sundays? Sundays, correct. You're getting it fresh. Getting it fresh. He makes it. And it's probably gone right fairly quickly. Open. Yes. Once that catches on, you, you know, it's going to be crazy. Get in line for the soup. Absolutely. And then during the week, um, we do have soup available for dinner. He's been making, just because of the feedback, people have really enjoyed the soup. It's a. Um, uh, I have to think of the word now. Cauliflower. Cauliflower. And coconut cream soup with very little spice from the chili flakes. And so that one's vegan. Yeah. But it's also very thick um, and very nice taste. That combination of the cauliflower and coconut cream is... I love it. I love when the coconut cream is in the soups. Oh, that's going to be nice. (laughs) I look forward to that. I'm a big fan of cauliflower as well. My wife and I have made cauliflower soup, but never with with the coconut. There you go. You know, and when you find it so good at a restaurant, a lot of times it's like, oh, we won't make it at home because it won't turn out as good as what you get at the restaurant. So thank you. Look forward to trying that one. Beautiful. And um, one of our favorite appetizers that have been selling quite a bit, even on Sunday, we sold out twice. He had to make them twice, are the croquetas. And so these are like breaded fritters, um, and they're filled with a mixture of ingredients. So the way he makes them is with his ground homemade uh, smoked sausage and other seasoning. And so you deep fry them. And they're absolutely delicious. And they're a very common Cuban food. Croqueta. Croqueta. And, and that's the... It's, it's, it's almost It looks like, like a small little log 
Yeah, okay. it's almost like um, when you get like a, a um, what do you call those? I don't want to say a coney dog, but um, like, you know, the hot dog with the batter on it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Delicious. Why couldn't I think of the name of that? And actually, we had a large group from Mississauga on Sunday that just wanted to take a bunch unfried and a take pogo. it home. Yeah. That's it. A That's pogo. the word. Yeah. A pogo. Only it's 10 times better or 10 million times better than a pogo. The smoked sausage brings oh. a little special flavor. That's for sure. That's awesome. I'm going to try that. I think I'm going to have to come twice a week for at least a year and a half just to be able to put a dent in this menu. (laughs) I mean, just to get through everything. Yeah. Um, And we also serve a mango bean salad. So it's uh, black beans, diced mango, red bell peppers. We have some sweet corn in there, cilantro, shard lime, vinaigrette, and some crumbled feta cheese on top. So that's a little spin on a typical salad for sure. My mouth is watering. (laughs) (laughs) Um, another favorite we have are the tostones rellenos. Uh, so they are twice fried crispy plantain. Uh, we serve three, and um, we always uh, ask um, the server what the daily filling is. But lately, he's been making it with either roasted pork or um, the Jeez, roasted I told my beef. girlfriends not to call me at work. <laughs> Uh oh, caught. <laughs> caught with my hand in the dog cookie jar. And so plantains, uh, for those of you that aren't familiar with what plains, uh, plantains are, they're like a tropical and starchy fruit. Yeah. They're not as sweet as a banana, um, and they're much bigger, and they always need to be baked, boiled, or fried. So yes. we fry them twice. Um, oh, and oh that's the secret. Okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry for interrupting you. You fry them twice. Yes. That's what I've been doing wrong. <laughs> and then you stuff them with? Well, we've been stuffing them with the roasted pork inside oh and topping God. them with a little bit of um, avocado and sometimes oh, he'll stuff them with the pulled it. beef so oh it depend- that's God. why we say ask your server for the flavor because it's always changing um, oh, this yeah. is exciting I'm so sorry <laughs> this is so exciting to me just before lunch I've only had the, the plantain um, you know by itself fried but never stuffed like what you're describing and the method of uh, you know frying it twice it's almost like blanching the potatoes and then you know take them out and then let it go cold then hit the fryer again i didn't realize that you're supposed to do that no wonder mine don't turn out (laughs) as good as i've had in the restaurants we just shared our secret with you oh that's great but again when you get this good food in the restaurant you're like "Ah, i won't bother trying to make it at the house it won't turn out as good cuban food is great people are you listening out there Cuban food is awesome, and we're hearing so much about the Cuban food available at Havana Restaurant and Cocktail Lounge. However, important to note that in the social media, uh, Havana Niagara, That's shorter cleaner and yes. easier to find and find absolutely um thinking about like our long name havana restaurant cocktail lounge it would have been very very difficult to have that as a name on social media yep. um and havana restaurant was taken so we decided you know what let's do havana negra and if we ever ever expand in the future to other cities we can just add the city to the end so exactly got tell, a future tell, vision tell me about more that's on the menu i want to hear about some more items that you have there yeah so we did a slight twist on calamari we understand a lot of people love to eat calamari so we actually missed uh the deep fried calamari with some dark rum so oh, that- stop it. <laughs> 
I would love it. Yeah, so it's I've just never a had slight it that taste. Way. Yeah, it's a slight taste, um, so it's not overpowering, but it brings that little Cuban twist uh, to the calamari. And then one appetizer that you may actually have had at the resorts is the Cuban shrimp cocktail. And I say that because we've had it at the resorts, um, usually at a la carte restaurants, you yeah. can ask for it. So it's a cocktail glass that's filled with a tropical medley, usually diced red peppers, red onions, cucumbers, piece of pineapple, and then they serve it with a creamy mayonnaise and tomato-based sauce, and uh, it's garnished with cilantro, and then we rim it with cooked shrimp. So it's a cold shrimp cocktail, but that's something that you may have yes, come across. I believe I have. <laughs> when I was, I believe I've had it off the resort, okay. or maybe in one of the a la carte restaurants on the property of a resort. Yeah. Perfect. And um, we do have some handhelds. So we do have the Cuban panini sandwich that we brought today. Yes. And we stayed um, very close to the original Cuban sandwich. So I know in the region and in Toronto, there's variations of the Cuban sandwich. That's People a polite way. Own. That's a very polite way of putting it. Yes. Variations. Because I bit into some of these Cuban sandwiches and I'm thinking this is not a Cuban sandwich like the kind I had in Cuba. Correct. What the heck's going on here? So they're variations. They're yeah. uh, the owner's twists on it. But we stayed true to the original recipe. So we make it with slow roasted pork, smoked ham, pickles, the Swiss cheese, and Dijon mustard. And we serve it on a panini roll. And actually, we get all of our uh, rolls uh, and breads from Mooney's across the street fresh. So it's been really great. <laughs> I am a very big, convenient. I'm very a big delicious. fan of Moody's. Moody's. They do a great shout job. out to Moody's Bakery across the street yep. from Havana Restaurant and Cocktail Lounge. Moody's Bakery. Uh, I go there once a week and get some baked goods from them. In fact, I brought some desserts oh. today that I give to the staff and to people here that's and to really the guests. Kind. So they they make everything so fresh. Too. So that's nice that you're tapping into the local for some supplies. Absolutely. Know? Well, we're trying to keep everything as local and clean as possible. So even with, with our meats, we try to choose, you know, at least antibiotic free organic when we can getting from local farms, uh, local produce, you know, we can't have it 100%, but we're trying to do that as much as possible yeah. because we know, uh, actually my husband knows cause I'm not the one cooking, but there is a difference in taste when you're using great ingredients. Um, yes. you could probably make it with different ingredients or cheaper variations of it, but the taste is not there. And so we're really trying to replicate that taste that he can make at home in the restaurant for all of his guests. We want them to have the same experience. So, um, ingredients is the most important thing. I think absolutely. you've got to have the right ingredients, the right cooking method, the imagination, which he has all of the above. Absolutely. And the passion too. Yeah. And so our Cuban panini sandwich, which is one of your favorites, um, the original is equal parts roasted pork, equal parts, smoked ham. So we've kept it that way. We didn't want to overpower it with any one ingredient. We want you to be able to bite into it and taste, you know, the Dijon mustard, the Swiss cheese, the, the pickle, the, you know, uh, roasted yeah. pork and the ham. So it, we've kept it as original as possible. 
And um, another sandwich that we have is the pulled beef sandwich. So we used our uh, seasoned pulled pork, uh, sorry, beef with sautéed sweet peppers, red onions, uh, a roasted garlic mayo, and that's served also on a panini roll. And we decided to add a grilled Havana burger. So it's a five ounce all beef house made burger. We top it with the smoked ham, the Swiss cheese, tomato, and jalapeno and lime aioli. So we tried to make our adaptation of a burger to make it match our theme. <laughs> I love it. We had some fun with the menu. The amount sure. of, as you mentioned, passion, the amount of passion and thought that both you and your husband have put into this is tremendous. And, and that is what's making it successful. And you will continue to be successful. Thank you so much. And, you know, it's it's really amazing that you reached out to us and welcomed us on the show. It's very kind that you're helping local businesses. And like you said, you're a foodie and you're exploring different restaurants. And that's really much appreciated because in Niagara region, we have so many great restaurants. We have a very food culture in Niagara. And there's room for everybody um there really is there is a a clientele for every location and people like to jump around and visit different locations so it's it's a great place to open a restaurant for sure yeah excuse me is it like a patio what does that mean? Is it like a patio? I mean, your your front door opens. Correct. It's like a garage door. It is a garage door. So it's it's like a patio. <laughs> yeah. So we don't it, have anybody directly sitting on the patio. Right. I mean, we just opened in May, and I know that you had to apply ahead of time, and we didn't make it quite this year. Um, we'll assess, you know, next season whether yeah. we're going to actually construct a patio. But the garage door opens, and you get all the sunlight. You get all yeah. the fresh so air you're coming outside. in. So you can, you know enjoy and people walking by they can hear the music we don't blast it too loud but they can definitely hear the cuban music playing and that attracts a lot of people to at least you know peek their head in and see kind of what's going on yeah now what about musicians if you got some talk about the entertainment so for the entertainment part, uh, for our private family and friends event, we had Extravaganza Group come, and they're these uh, Cuban dancers from Toronto, and it was such a great response. They I bet they really took people back to Cuba. It was like you're in Havana watching a Tropicana show. They did an amazing job. And I've so, seen the Tropicana show. Yes, in you Havana. were telling me earlier. Deb and I, it was Very phenomenal. Exciting. Wow! So you guys brought them in from Toronto and yes, and put on a good show. Yeah. So for our family and friends event we had a four course dinner and so throughout dinner service they did a few different routines and you know they were up on stage and then they were dancing in the crowd around the tables and basically going from one end to the restaurant to the other so we actually invited them back on uh, May 5th for a soft opening uh, when we opened to the public and they gave another great show and uh, we hope to have them back regularly Um, lots of people have shown interest um, and so we're just working on a contract and schedule with them but we do intend to have them back for our grand opening uh, so we definitely want to do a similar kind of event like we did for our family and friends where it's a sit down few course menu that way people can enjoy the entirety of the show because they do it during a set time and we yeah. want people to be able to enjoy all the different routines and not catch just one routine very exciting 
Yeah. So is there music playing typically on a daily basis that you've got Spotify yeah. or, or, you know, Cuban music or just we a variety? Always, yeah. So we always have Cuban music playing during dinner time. Again, we want to keep it nice. as close to our theme as possible. So very traditional Cuban music that sometimes if somebody wants to get up and dance, I mean, that's our culture that we're trying to promote. You've probably experienced it, yet, yeah. experienced it yourself in Cuba. They dance everywhere. Yeah. Just, just give them music. And they and know how to dance, dance. And they can dance way better than I can. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the culture we want to promote. So we always have uh, Cuban music playing in the background during dinner time. And then Fridays and Saturdays, we have a DJ who comes from Toronto. And he's actually Cuban himself from Varadero. And he's been in Canada for uh, several years now. And he's uh, DJ Bernal. And we're so happy to have him because he was uh, my husband's DJ at Mojito House. So okay. um, it was a great relationship that they formed and we're just really happy with the music because it matches you know what we love to listen to and what Cuban music sounds like and he's really good at reading the audience and reading you know kind of the different groups and what they want to listen to so I can't say that you know Fridays and Saturdays we have one particular type of music because we don't it's going to be based on who the crowd is um he takes requests as well so it, it's always going to be a mix of salsa and bachata merengue reggaeton um timba music which is authentic cuban music um and some pop like spanish pop or latin pop music so he we're very happy with um his music and he even gets us dancing when we're yeah. there on friday and saturday yeah. nights yeah so more live entertainment more of a bar at atmosphere after nine o'clock yeah on fridays and saturdays and actually uh on may 26th that's a friday we have grupo melao coming to play um their uh trio that are going to be up on stage and they're going to be playing during dinner service so between 6 30 and 9 p.m so we are taking reservations already for dinner um and like we said on social media anybody else is welcome to walk in and have cocktails at the bar if they just want to have some drinks and listen yeah to the band for sure if they want to dance to the music they're more than welcome um just for special events we really appreciate if people can make a reservation the 7 to like 8 30 time slots seem to be really busy when people like really want to get in and we hate to turn anybody away yeah. um from the restaurant but if the kitchen is slammed it makes it very difficult to get all the orders out in a timely fashion yeah but i mean anybody's welcome to come <coughs> sit at me. the bar it's worth the wait worth the wait right yeah um and so for right now as we're just starting up and we don't have a reservation system, we're just kindly asking everybody to send us an email to info at HavanaNiagara.ca. Um, that way I can help with uh, managing all the re- uh, reservations and getting back to everyone in a timely fashion. What about uh, catering events and going out and and doing that is that in the works that's that will be in the works uh once we build up a team uh that would be absolutely on the table and also for private events on the days that we are closed or the hours that we are closed um people can reach out and see the potential of hosting an event in our space because we do have the space we do have the music we do have the lights um so yeah you've got it all we we got it all you got it all a lot of potential there are you currently hiring more wait staff or bartenders? 
Um, so we hope to keep getting busier and busier and then absolutely we will need uh, more bartenders. Um, right now we do have um, several, you know, front of house uh, waiters, waitresses um, and kitchen staff, you know, to help in the back. So um, we're looking for experienced cooks. Um, so if anybody is interested and has experience and wouldn't mind learning how to cook some authentic Cuban food, please reach out um, to info at HavanaNagra.ca. Yeah, right on, because they can, they can apprentice. Absolutely. Under hubby. <laughs> Under hubby, you got it. Fife, we'll train them. <laughs> Fifey will train them. Absolutely. <laughs> to be a great Cuban chef. Can we circle back? We uh, Can I have you touch on desserts? I don't think we... Uh, oh, well, so the we main could... dishes. We yeah. have a few authentic main dishes. Okay, so let's do that. The ropa vieja that I mentioned is my favorite and yes. had to go on the menu. Yes. So that's the six-hour braised and hand-shredded beef. So ropa vieja means shredded clothing in, yeah. in Cuban, in Spanish. And that's just a funny, comical name they yes. gave to the dish? Yes, and that's because <laughs> after, you know, it's braised, they shred it by hand, actually. Okay. And so it gives the illusion of old shredded clothing. Wild. That's fun. <laughs> They're very creative, I must yeah. say. And so that dish has the tomato, bell peppers, roasted garlic, sauteed onions, and cilantro. And like we had mentioned, we serve it with the congris, the rice and beans, uh, and the yuca. And then we have Fife's, or Dailis, um, his homemade paella. Um, so he makes it with his own uh, homemade smoked sausage, some pieces of roasted pork, grilled chicken, baby shrimp, on yellow rice, um, with bell peppers, red onions, roasted garlic, and tomato and then he serves it with a shard piece of baguette. So that one takes a bit longer to prepare, about 25 to 30 minutes. So we always, you know, we have that on the menu anyway, and we always remind anyone who's ordering it to just be patient. It does take a while because there's yeah. so many ingredients at yeah. play. Yeah, it's um, not like McDonald's, you know, no. where it's boom, snap, <laughs> done. you got to be patient for homemade Absolutely. food. Absolutely, but we have lots of cocktails that you can enjoy, and even mocktails. So um, we do have some mocktails on our menu that I wanted to point out because not everybody wants to have alcohol, but we do make a mojito mocktail, margarita mocktail, we can do our pina colada as a mocktail, our Havana sunset, and la fresca. So there's some options that uh, people can still enjoy a pretty looking, nice tasting drink without the alcohol. Very nice, very nice, because there are some people that don't Absolutely. like alcohol. But they can still enjoy a beautiful tasting and beautiful looking drink. Like a virgin sure. cocktail, they call it or something, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so we also have our Havana roasted pork. So that's actually an eight-hour roasted pork leg, and it's topped with a house mojo criollo sauce. So that's a citrusy, garlicky marinade. It has a bit of a tangy taste to it. And we serve it with the rice and beans, congris, and usually a seasonal house salad. Um, and you had mentioned, maybe when we were discussing this earlier, but we also have the vegan stuffed pepper. And so it's a sweet bell pepper stuffed with arborio rice, shredded vegetables, and tomato sauce, and it's served with a tomale. <coughs> oh, very nice. Excuse me. So that's gonna be, that's gonna be one of my go-tos. Now here's the problem with me though. When I go to a restaurant and I, it's recommended, Dave, try this, and I love it so much, and I try it and I love it, then the next time I go back, I have it again, and I become like a creature of habit of trying that same awesome dish again and again, but then it prevents me from moving on to other dynamite things that are on the menu, we so that's similar. my own sort of... 
you know, neurosis or whatever it is in my head where it's like, oh, I just love that so much last time. I'm going to order it again today. I really need to try the different items. And I'm the same way. And when I love a place and I love a dish, I keep going back for the same thing. And, and, and And probably there's 10 other items on that menu that you might love equally. But if you don't veer off that one that you love so much, you'll never know, right? So I have to do that. Absolutely. And so we do offer also a sliced top sirloin steak because we know many people love their steak. So we do an eight ounce uh, straight grilled, usually medium, but if somebody has a different request, obviously we can accommodate. Very nice. And we make with a Cuban red eye sauce. So that's with dark rum, real juice and Cuban espresso. Oh my God. So we try to, you know, add our little twist to it. And we serve it again with the congris and a seasonal house salad. Uh, So we try to have different you know, dishes that would cater to everybody. Um, we also offer a grilled Atlantic salmon um, and a chicken chimichurri that has also been a popular menu item. So it's a grilled marinated chicken breast in a chimichurri sauce. And um, the chimichurri, it's actually made with, um, it's a marinade from finely chopped parsley, uh, some fresh garlic, olive oil, red wine vinegar, and chopped sweet red peppers. So it's marinated Ooh. in that, and then we add it over top. <laughs> Yummy! So I we find it. that our most popular dishes so far, I mean, a lot of ropa has being made, a lot of the paella, a lot of Havana roasted pork, uh, I, all the mains really have been going the chicken chimichurri people love the vegan stuff pepper even though it doesn't have any meat in it it's still very flavorful there's beans in it probably no 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 beans no. in that stuffed pepper no we kept away from the beans okay the very mild that... taste okay ah i'm gonna try it i like a lot of these vegetarian type dishes as well my wife says she likes to to eat, not eat meat three or four days a week just to just to give a break from eating a little meat. cleanse absolutely yeah, it doesn't hurt it's healthy and we've had um, some people ask about gluten-free options and our main dishes are all gluten-free because they're you know principally made from rice and veggies and meat so all of our main dishes are considered gluten-free um, and for our desserts we have a Havana sunshine cake so it's a fluffy and moist uh, cake made out of phyllo pastry sheets actually uh, at, which are soaked in a homemade orange and cinnamon syrup and I can't give you that recipe because that's my mom's recipe. Okay, so, so that one you're not going to no, divulge. that one I'm not going to share. Uh, <laughs> uh, then we have the Signorita uh, and that's homemade custard cream in between two sheets of puff pastry topped with fresh b- berries. So we're going to try a different variation of that one as mm. well as see which one people seem to enjoy most. Yeah. Maybe do more of like a little pastry cut filled with that same homemade custard cream sounds delicious cream. so but it's going to be the same homemade cream that's, yeah that's I, I like everything that's moussey and creamy mm-hmm. and light i i'm not a fan of desserts that are dense and kind of a bit firmer and dry some people yes. like that i would rather order something that's more creamy custardy moussey I think you'll enjoy our homemade custard. It's not too sweet, but you can taste that it's 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 heavy. Like there's a lot a lot of cream that goes into that yeah. custard. So if you're lactose intolerant, we would not recommend that one. No. Um, and then we also offer the crispy fried churros, um, and those are just recognized oh. by everybody. You know, it's in a lot of different. You can cultural, dip it in caramel. Uh, yes, or chocolate. Yes. So those <laughs> or are, both. Or both, if you would like, we can accommodate that. 
Um, and we also offer a kids menu because we do want it to be a family friendly restaurant. So we do have a kids menu, uh, which has like the ham and cheese, uh, panini sandwich that has the um, like pasta with the red sauce and um, the chicken tenders with fries and then with that they get uh, a drink a juice of their choice and a scoop of ice cream so feel free to bring your families to Havana restaurant and cocktail lounge as well awesome Maria thanks for taking time out of your schedule to join me check it out everyone Havana restaurant and cocktail lounge located Queen Street Niagara Falls Ontario Canada Awesome, awesome food. Cuban food is good. And you heard Maria talk about all the amazing items on the menu. And I'm starving right now. I'm going to take a bite of my Cuban sandwich. Thank you. And uh, the best of success to you and your husband. Uh, I think it's going to be outstanding. And I think you're going to be here forever, for a long, long, long time. We hope to be. Thank you so much, Dave, for hosting us. Appreciate it. You take care. Have yourself a doggone great day. Talk to you later, everyone. Dave McMahon signing out. Bye.